Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing praises with the song. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? Lord Jesus, when you were about to depart into heaven, you lifted your hands in blessing and promised to be with us always. Even though your word confirms your presence in our lives, we are a sinful people in need of your forgiveness. We confess that at times we have been indifferent and forgotten your blessing. Instead, we have sought things of this earth. We have focused on our own loneliness, though you have promised to be with us always. You have promised to return, yet we have grown impatient and earthbound and failed to set our hearts on things above. We have not always been a people of anticipation and need a return to joy. But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. As the disciples return from Christ's ascension filled with joy, so you also are renewed in Christ's saving promise. As a called and ordained servant of the word, and in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks be to God. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings on the day of his wrath. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O King of glory, on this day you ascended in triumph far above all heavens. We ask your Spirit's abiding presence here on earth within our hearts. Empower us truly to be your disciples in this life and to be your companions at the heavenly feast for all eternity. This we ask for your love's sake. Amen. You may be seated. The first reading for this, the ascension of our Lord, is from Acts, the first chapter. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions to the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he showed himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a, port, uh, over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside him. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm of the day is Psalm 47. We speak it responsively. Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with, with cries of joy. How awesome is the Lord Most High, the great King over all the earth. He subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loved. God has ascended amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth, Sing to him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted.
the epistles from Ephesians, the first chapter. Paul writes, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We stand for the Alleluia in verse. according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. 
You may be seated as we sing our hymn, See the Lord Ascends in Triumph. Christ. Amen. One of our more familiar hymns sings like this, Jesus calls us o'er the tumult of our life's wild restless sea. Day by day his clear voice sounding saying, Christian, follow me. Tonight we celebrate Ascension Day, 40 days after the resurrection, our Lord and Savior ascended into heaven. 
He ascended into heaven to fill the universe with his presence so that we don't need to all go over to Jerusalem and stand in line to see him. But we simply pray because he is everywhere. He has ascended and filled all spaces with his presence. Our hands perform his work. A group of school children in a Christian school created an image of Jesus one day. And some people looked at that image of Jesus and they said, there are no hands. You made that image with no hands. And the children said, we, we are the hands of Jesus. You and I are the hands of Jesus in this world. You and I bodily and visibly represent him. Verse 44 of the gospel says, Jesus said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets. It has been said that if we stab a Bible with a knife, it will bleed the blood of Christ. And that rather ostentatious illustration is to remind us that the center of the Bible is Jesus. The center of the Bible is not law. The center of the Bible is not morality. The center of the Bible is not wisdom and common sense, although all those things are in the Bible. But the center, the bleeding blood of Jesus Christ is the Bible. And Jesus says to these men, he uses the three parts of the Old Testament scriptures to remind us and to remind them. The three parts of the scriptures being the law of Moses, the first five books, the prophets, and the Psalms. And all of these things point to Jesus. And then he goes on to say he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He opened their minds. You and I didn't get up one morning and suddenly say, today I'm going to receive the Lord and today I'm going to join the church. Nor did we wake up one morning and say, Today, I'm going to be born. And just as we could not wake up one day and say, Today, I'm going to be born, we cannot wake up one day and did not wake up one day and say, Today, I'm going to be born again. Faith is a gift of God. 
we do not accept God or Christ, we receive Christ. To all who received him, he gave power to become the children of God. It is God who accepts us, who receives us again as his beloved children, reborn. That is a gift. I cannot, by my own understanding or effort, believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him, but the Holy Spirit has called us, called me. Verse 48, you are witnesses of these things. My wife tells the story of how she and her sister were in this little store somewhere, they were in the St. Louis area. And while they were in the store, a man came into the store and marched up to the butcher and sliced him with a knife. Can you imagine? And can you imagine what happened to the people in that store when they saw this happen? The butcher getting sliced with a knife by another man. Everybody fled. They made their way to the doors as quickly as possible. They were witnesses. My wife and her sister and everybody else who saw the man knife cut. I don't want to exaggerate it too much, but whatever he did to the butcher to draw blood, many people saw that, they were witnesses. We have been hearing about all this terrible, terrible tragedy. First in Buffalo and then in Uvalde. Buffalo we've all heard of. Uvalde, Texas? Jonah, where is Uvalde, Texas? I don't know. None of us knew until just a day or two ago a little town of 15, 16,000 people, like my hometown, Beaver Dam. And a terrible thing happened there. 21 people killed, dead, wounded. And you know what? Many people saw that. You and I are seeing it on television every night. Seeing the event, seeing the crowd reaction, seeing everything, we are witnesses. You and I are witnesses. We're here in church, we're seeing things. You're seeing a preacher, you're seeing a choir, you're seeing musicians, you're seeing the pastors, you're seeing the sacrament. You're seeing the Paschal candle being extinguished as a symbol of Jesus' resurrection and ascension. 
<coughs> we see the font. We are witnesses. What are we going to do with that? See, we're witnesses whether we want to be or not. My wife and her sister didn't, didn't desire or choose to be witnesses of a man stabbing another. The people in U Uvalde, Texas, did not intend to be witnesses of 21 people being killed. You and I are witnesses, but the Lord goes one step further. He gives us a command. He says, now you got to take that information and use it. He says, you are witnesses. And in Acts, he said, you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the outermost edges of the world. You are witnesses. But now, you'll be surprised. You're not surprised. Some people don't want to be witnesses. Did you see anything? No, I didn't see a thing. My house was broken into. Did you see anything? I didn't see a thing. We've heard stories of a moving van coming up next to a house in the afternoon, emptying the whole house, stealing it. And the neighbors say, Oh, I didn't see a thing. And of course, witnesses don't want to be involved. But then, witnesses are sometimes summoned to testify. We call that subpoena. We've been hearing that word a lot lately. In lately. We've been hearing it for a year and a half. Subpoena. You are going to come and testify whether you want to or not. And in a way, Jesus is subpoenaing us. I don't even know how to say that word. Subpoenaing us. Is there a lawyer in the house? Subpoena. He's saying, look, brothers and sisters in Christ. Look, members and friends of Chapel of the Cross and Ebenezer and all the other churches. Grace Chapel and wherever you are from tonight. We are being, we have been subpoenaed. We have been requested. We have been darn near commanded by our Lord to tell the story of what we've seen. But it doesn't end there. It gets a little bit further and a little bit better. He led them out to the vicinity of Bethany. He lifted up his hands and blessed them. And while he was there, he was taken up in the heaven. We're here tonight and we're going to receive a blessing. We are going to receive the blessing of the Lord's body and blood. We are receiving the blessing of the written, spoken, sung, and prayed word of God. We are receiving the blessing of each other. You know what? There are some of you here tonight that I have not seen in more than two years. And you know what I'll also say? You've changed a little bit.
So have I. A little bit older, a little more bent over, maybe a little less clear in my speech. We've all changed, but there are people I haven't seen in two years. But we're here, and that's a blessing. That's a joy. That's a wonderful thing. And at the end of the service, the pastor will raise his hand, and he will say, the Lord bless you. And we'll all say, amen. And they went to the temple, and they worshipped with joy. Now, you know, people have gotten used to not going to church. They've gotten used to watching the church on the tube, on the download, on the YouTube, on the, I can't even think of all these terms of how we can see church. Who needs to go to church? Just turn on your computer. And it's going to be hard to get people to get back. But they said they were in the temple with joy. The Lord invites us to the temple, to the church, to the place to celebrate the joy. The joy of the Lord. And the more people we have, the greater the joy. Because some are saying, well, I went back to church, but my goodness, it was empty. Well, yeah. But there's enough people around. We still got enough people on our membership book to fill the church a couple of times. There's a cynic would say, not likely to happen, but it could. The potential is there. That people experienced the joy of the Lord in the holy place. I was at a funeral, not a funeral last Monday, for a member of Ebenezer Lutheran Church. And I was speaking with the granddaughter of the deceased. And she, I said, you member of Ebenezer? Where are you a member at? She says, Ebenezer? My wife and I have been attending Ebenezer for 14 years, and I don't remember ever seeing her. And then she told us she used to be a member of Mizpah, little church on McLaren, it's no longer there. I said, well, do you go to church now? Well, she said, no, but I got the church in my mind. Well, she's either got a large mind or a small church, if she's got the church in her mind. But you, you, know, what, you know what she was saying, and I do too. Well, I, my clock says, I need to come to an end real soon, so I will. Jesus calls us to understand. Jesus calls us to witness. Jesus calls us to worship. And now, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We stand as together we confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. It's on page 12 in your bulletin. Together we confess. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, 
the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we gather our offering to the Lord. We stand for prayer. Page 13 in your bulletin. Let us pray. Ascended Lord, you rule as king, seated at the right hand of the Father, ruling in power and might, in grace and mercy. You have not left us as orphans, but have sent your Holy Spirit into our hearts to fill us with your joyous presence. By your Spirit working in your word, Grant that our eyes be turned from looking to the heavens to looking at the lost world to which we are called to be your witnesses. Give us the courage to proclaim boldly your saving word of grace and mercy. Ascended Lord, we await your return. For as your disciples saw you go, so will you return. 
Grant that we may await your second coming with anticipation and not with fearfulness or dread. Strengthen our faith in you that we may look forward to that day when you return to take us to be with yourself. O Lord, deliver those who are vulnerable to violence. Preserve the vulnerable from, from those who plan evil in their hearts. And bring an end to the cycle of violence that surrounds us. Let your presence be known to those who mourn and those who are traumatized in Texas. Heal the wounded. Use your church to be the light in this time of darkness, bringing hope and healing and peace. Protect all your children, whom you so dearly love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the spread of the gospel to all lands, for peace in our troubled world, for justice to be served, for nations to honor you, for seasonable weather, for all things that give glory to you, we pray, asking your mercy. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our ascended Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and proper everywhere and always to give thanks to you, loving Father, holy and almighty Lord, eternal God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who after his resurrection appeared openly to all his disciples and was taken up to heaven in their sight, that he might make, might make us partakers of his divine nature. Therefore, with angels and archangels, the saints in heaven and those on earth, we glorify your name, praising you and singing. Remember us in your kingdom and teach us ever to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples. And he said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way, also, he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
We stand. Now may this eating and drinking keep and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Go in the Lord's peace and in his joy. Amen. We pray. Ascended Lord, risen King, you have left for us a foretaste of the feast to come in the bread and the wine of Holy Communion. Strengthen us through this heavenly food for greater service to you until you come again. We pray in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. I receive the blessing of our Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Remain standing as we sing our closing hymn together. Look ye saints, the sight is glorious.